0: Welcome to this podcast series titled Devotional of a Psalmist. My name is Bridget Goodwin. I'm a pastor's wife, mother, songwriter, and worship leader. We currently live and work in London, England. Being a songwriter and worship leader, I have found great encouragement by reading the book of Psalms. And I hope you enjoy these precious gems that I have discovered in this book I love God's Word, and by reading this and studying words interpreted using references, I would like to share these precious jewels with you. All scriptures are taken from the King James Version. I also use Strong's and Haley's Bible Handbook for references. For any more information about our ministry and notes from this podcast, please visit hlonline.org. May the Lord bless you. This is Bridget, and I find great comfort in reading David's psalms. Many others have contributed to the book of Psalms. These words are meant to be sung, whether it was the pilgrims ascending on a journey, or whether it was the Israelites going into battle or whether it was David praying and his words singing to the Lord what was on his heart. I heard a worship leader one time say that we should, as worship leaders, we should sing our prayers and that's that's something I have not been able to forget, to have a relationship with the Lord, a conversation with the Lord and you're singing your prayers to him and you'll find that as you read the book of psalms you know david had hardships he had ups and downs he had blessings he had pursuits of the enemy on his life and the first thing he would do was run to the lord he was a mighty man a mighty man of valor but he would run to the lord for he knew that salvation, his salvation was in God's hands. And we need the Lord. Every turn of our life, we need him. He, he's our all in all. And the more that we can trust in the Lord's strength, the more that we can look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, we can make it So, I would would like to read Psalms 4, and I will read it in the King James Bible first, and then I will go through it with the strong, in relationship to the Hebrew words for enlightenment. So, Psalms 4. This is to the chief musician, on Nagoneth, a psalm of David. Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. Have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. O ye sons of men, how long will ye turn my glory into shame? How long will ye love vanity and seek after leasing? But know that the Lord hath set apart him that is godly for himself. The Lord will hear when I call unto him. Stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed, and be still. Selah. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness, and put your trust in the Lord. There be many that say, Who will show us any good? Lord, lift out the light of thy countenance upon us. Thou hast put gladness in my heart, more than in the time that their corn and their wine increased. I will both lay me down in peace, and sleep. For Thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. And at the caption of Psalms 4, it says, To the chief musician of Nagonis. And in Haley's book, on page 249, it shows a description of the liturgical and musical titles. So it refers to the meaning of the title. And the term Nagoness, means a stringed instrument. Please forgive me if I'm not pronouncing some of these terms properly. A stringed instrument. A stringed instrument, mainly the harp and psaltery. And I thought this was also beautiful, that David was so gifted of God and clever in that he made instruments. And we know he made instruments for the temple. But in 1 Chronicles 23, verse 5, it says... 4,000 praise the Lord with the instruments which I made, said David, to praise therewith. Wow. Can you believe that orchestra of 4,000? 4, wow. 4,000. So this one is for the strained instrument. Psalm of David. Hear. And hear means pay attention to me. Hear me when I call out, O oh God, Of my prosperity. Thou hast broadened. Which is enlarged. Thou hast broadened. Made wide. Thou hast broadened. Made room for me. When I was in distress. Narrow. A tight place. As an opponent crowding. A tight spot. Blocked. Cornered in by our adversary. Sometimes you may feel cornered. No way to escape. Or maybe situations that seem to imprison us. What is distressing you today? Do you feel like you've been trapped? There's no way out. Cry out to the Lord. Lord, as David said, O God of my prosperity, God, you're my righteousness. Thou hast enlarged. Make room, make wide. Make wide for me when I was in distress, a narrow, a tight place. Have mercy, have favor upon me, and hear my prayer my supplication, my intercession. O ye sons of men, how long will ye turn my glory, my splendor, into shame, disgrace, confusion, reproach? How long will ye love? That could be to have affection. Another interpretation for love is friend. How long will ye love vanity? And vanity means emptiness, no purpose. And seek means to search out, After leasing, and leasing means falsehood, untruth. So how long, ye sons of men, will turn my splendor into disgrace? How long will you have affection for emptiness and search out after falsehood? And sila. Sila is a musical term for pause in the music. And think, I've heard someone else say to think about this. This is important. There's a pause right here. But know, by seeing, observation, recognition, instruction, that the Lord has set apart. This is beautiful. To distinguish, put a difference, separate, make wonderfully. So the Lord that has set apart, the Lord has put a difference in us, in you, his people, his children, to distinguish us. He's made us wonderful. He's separated us. The Lord has set apart him that is godly. Godly, the interpretation means properly kind, merciful, good. That's a beautiful way to uh, interpret godly. means properly kind, merciful, or good. The Lord, properly good for himself. The Lord will hear implication of attention when I call addressed by name unto him. We can call the Lord by name. We know that we can approach the throne because of Jesus. So I'll read that that again with the interpretations inserted. But seeing the Lord hath put a difference in him that is properly kind, merciful, or good for himself, the Lord will pay attention When I call out his name. Verse 4. Stand in awe. Means to quiver. To quiver. And sin. Sin means to miss. So stand in awe and sin not. Commune. To say avouch, Consider. Declare. With your own heart. And the heart means the most interior organ. Understanding. Upon your bed and be still. Be still means to be dumb. To be astonished. To hold peace. So stand. In awe. To quiver. And don't miss it. Commune. Avouch. Declare. With your heart. Your understanding. Upon your bed. And be dumb. Be astonished. Hold your peace. Selah. Now we're going to go to verse 5. Offer. The sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. Now let me get to verse 4 here with the strong for verse 5. Offer means to sacrifice, of course, the sacrifices of righteousness. That which is right, that also equity and put your confidence, your hope. It's sure hope in the Lord. So sacrifice the sacrifices of equity and put your confidence, that sure hope, in the Lord. There be many that say, who will show us any good. How many of you have been in a circumstance like that? Those that mock you for having faith. When things look so impossible, they look at you like, what is going to happen in your life for you to see that this isn't normal. But God is not a God of statistics. He doesn't go by the wisdom of man. His ways are so far above us. And building faith. Faith is hope in the Lord. Faith is knowing that God's going to be there at that moment when you are trapped Your hands are tied, and only He can deliver you. And that's what God wants from us. He wants us to have a singleness of eye. He wants our vision to be on Him. We can't be double-minded, tossed by someone else's opinion, or someone else's um, verdict or statistics because this is what someone else did, and this is what happened, but... I grow. I draw great comfort in the Word of God, but not only just the Word of God, but the One who wrote this Word, the One who inspired these words. My Jehovah, my Jesus, my Father, and the Son of God. And these words were sent to comfort us, to guide us, to lead us, and We can find every problem, situation that mankind, womankind have suffered through the ages. And you can see their weaknesses in the word of God. You can see their troubles. And yet, in Hebrews, in the Hebrews Hall of Fame of the children of God, through the weaknesses of these dear people, they were made strong. Let God work in your life. Draw comfort in him. Seek the Lord. Drop to your knees. Commune with the Lord. Commune with him. Read his word. Seek comfort. Um, don't listen to those who say that boast. Uh, going back to verse 6, it says, There be abundance of those that challenge. They boast of their self. Um, who, who will show you know, who's going to provide? Where's your experience? I mean, when are you going to see? So who who will show us any good? Bountiful, favor, kindness.
1: But we know our hopes
0: in the Lord. Maybe even someone that you're very very close to, and they're going through a time right now where their faith is being tried, and they may even say, the Lord doesn't love me anymore. You need to remind them gently that God loves us so much that if we would realize how much God loved us and cared for us, we have no reason to worry. He's our Father. You know, those of us who are blessed with children, I love my two boys. And I will do what I can to make them happy. I will do what I can to... When they, you know, want a special reward or something little, I'll sacrifice so that need can be supplied. And I'm human, I'm fallen, and I love my children like that. How much more our Heavenly Father, our Jehovah, how much more can He supply our needs? The rest of the scripture, verse six, Lord, lift thou up, raise up the light, illumination, Luminary in every sense. Another word is happiness. You know, when you're facing a dark period of your life, you know, maybe you're not going to be delivered. Maybe the Lord has determined for you that you're to go through that problem. But you know, if he would just shed his light in that moment of darkness in our life, sometimes it just takes the Lord to shine his light in our life to see what we are you know maybe the darkness we're in is a weakness that we're going through maybe the darkness that we just can't get through is something within us that's blocking us maybe something a a problem in our life that we don't see and lord illuminate our hearts in every sense in every area of my life those deep corners that only you know about You know, we can hide from people. We can think that they don't know this about me, so they don't know this about me, so they wouldn't understand, or I understand that there's problems in our life that God delivered us from. There's things that the Lord's been so good to us and forgiven us of. But then I also know that there's areas in our life that he wants us to come closer to him. And in order to get closer to him, we have to turn away from that evil. We have to turn away from that weakness because it's keeping our vision. It's blocking our vision of Jesus. It's blocking that singleness of mind to Jesus. And we're getting distracted. You know, we're straight is the way and narrow is the way. It's not a wide path you know there's there's certain there's certain paths that we have to go we have to go this road and and while we're in this moment of darkness lord let your light shine your light maybe it's a light an enlightenment of your understanding maybe it's a light just so you can make the next step maybe it's a light you're depressed and that light could be a moment of happiness No, you may not be delivered through the situation. You may be like Paul. He's in jail. You know, the Lord heard someone from Macedonia say, Come, come to us. Paul goes to them. And what happens? He gets thrown in jail. I'm sure there were those that saying, Well, you shouldn't have gone to Macedonia. You're in jail. But he listened to the leadings of the Lord. And listening to the leadings of the Lord, we have great comfort in knowing that where he leads, there his grace does flow. And sometimes it may look like it's not going to be a moment of deliverance, but a moment of going through until that problem and situation. But we can see how Paul was delivered at times out of the very prison. And while he's being delivered, people around him are being saved. And what if during our time of trouble, what if during our time of imprisonment, God is sees fit for us to to stay in that imprisonment until he delivers us. And as he's delivering us, we proclaim what he's done for us. Others around us can see and witness that there's something in our life that's different and that God is in control. He's our deliverer, our Jehovah and Jesus is right there to walk with us every step of the way. Amen. So, we just need to have confidence in him. We need to put our hand in his. We need to realize that God the Father's hand is holding us and Jesus' hand is right there in God's hand. Our lives are in his hand. And I'll share that scripture with you at the end of this at the end of this psalm. But we are safe. We are so safe. And if we need to be in that prison Lord, just shine your light on our life. Let us see what you're doing in our life until it's time for you to deliver us and for us to get the victory. But if you're not going to deliver us right now, Lord, shine your light in our life. Verse 7, Thou hast put gladness in my heart more than in the time that their corn and their wine increased. This is beautiful because David's recalling that thou hast, let me uh, give you the strongs. Thou hast put means to give, appoint, gladness, blissfulness, glee, exceedingly rejoicing in my heart. The heart means the center of anything. More than in the time when their corn, which means properly increased, it's their harvest, the wheat, and their wine. And the interpretation for wine is a sense of expulsion fresh grape juice as just squeezed out you know it's something that's fresh it's something that's right there from the harvest and David's recalling Lord you you have given you have appointed that's what it says thou hast appointed blissfulness glee rejoicing in the center of my life in the heart more than when you increased their corn More than what you've blessed them with and how they've rejoiced with the fresh grape juice that was just squeezed out. Lord, you've blessed me more than all that. But you notice David isn't talking about possessions here. He's talking about his blissfulness, his glee, his rejoicing. Lord, you have made my heart rejoice more than what you have given to these people, more—I don't know exactly who these people are that David's talking about. I don't know if it's the people that are saying, um, "Who shall show us any good?" It could be those that "Who will show us any good?" It, it could be these people that David's talking about. Um, it could be also the sons of men that are mentioned in verse two. How long will you turn my glory into shame? And those who believe in putting everything in nothingness. But David realizes that the Lord has appointed his people. He has given, his people are different. Let's go back to that one verse where the Strongs brought it out. That the Lord has set apart. He's put a difference in our life. We're so blessed. And blessed means happy. We are so happy because the Lord has put a difference in our life. And for David to recall the many times that the Lord has made us to rejoice. And look at David's life. I mean, he had many, I'm sure he had many moments where he was in sackcloth and ashes and fasted. But he's remembering the times that he rejoiced. All right, let's go on to verse 8. I will both lay me down, means to take rest in peace. And peace means something that's safe that's well, happy, friendly, and sleep. For thou, Lord, only, the Lord only. He's separate. Only God makes me to dwell. I, I know in this time of age, we, we have to have alarms systems in our homes. We have car alarms. We have insurance. Um, you know, we, we have to um, be mindful and be diligent, and yet we have to be wise. We have to be wise because we live in a world that's not safe. But we don't trust in, as David, as it was mentioned, that some put their trust in chariots and horses. So if you look out and you see all your chariots and horses, you think, okay, I'm going to be safe in my battle because I'm equipped. And yet we can look at, well, I've got this and this and this in my life, so I'm equipped. You know, I can face the troubles. Now, I know we are to be diligent. We are to prepare for tomorrow in case of adversity. I understand need you have food in the house in case of an earthquake comes or a tornado, things like that. But I, right now I, I want to focus on the part that our safety, our safety is in God. No one else. Only God can give us that sense of safety, whether it's a physical safetyness, whether it's a protection in your home, or whether we're not to be foolhardy, we're not to be foolish, but we're to be wise, but yet God can protect us in those moments when we're unaware, we're unaware, but our salvation's not in our hands. That's what I'm trying to say. Our salvation, we, some of us, I'm a very, very strong-willed person. And and the Lord has been working on me that it's not my strength that's going to get me into tomorrow. It's not my strength that's going to help me get through a problem. Because you can go through so much to where you're so weak and vulnerable. But that's when God works. And that's what God wants. He, he wants us to be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Not Bridget being strong in herself and in the power of what she thinks she can do. No. It's not me. It's not me. It's 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 not my strength, but its my strength is in the Lord. And I can go to sleep at night. I can rest in safety. I can go to bed with my heart happy because only the Lord makes me to dwell, to remain, to be quiet in a safety place, a place of feeling. This could also mean spiritually. If you want to look at it spiritually, it doesn't necessarily have to mean your home. It could be a moment of trouble, a moment of a situation where you're in a storm. Metaphorically, you're in a storm and it's it looks like all... All's over. And right there the Lord can be right there with you. And you can dwell in his safety. You have that feeling of trust and secure from God. He's your place of refuge. So run to him for your refuge. Run to him for your safety. He's there for us. And in conclusion, this prayer of Psalms 4 would make a beautiful evening prayer. And, and to stand in all means were to have his wisdom quivering in fear to God. Not sin in this moment of stillness. When is it your most quiet time, watch your mouth. Be quiet. You know, in this moment of stillness, in your heart, declaring God is in this. He'll take me through to the other side. Maybe it isn't to be delivered, but he'll help me walk right through the problem. We're to carry on with God, we're to carry on with Him, walk with Him. We are to carry on with God for what God has commanded for us, all the while trusting in Him. Our trust must be in the Lord, no matter what or whom seems to be confusing us. God is not the author of confusion and doubt. But remember, the enemy the devil is. Some may boast to challenge your trust in God, Who will do you good in favor? Cry to the Lord to deliver and make known his face to shine upon us. For all to see the illumination and for us to see what God's doing in our life. Recall all the times God has appointed glee and rejoicing in your life. More than that of all of their wheat harvests of bounty and fresh wine. It is about what God has appointed in our lives, not our possessions. How can you be bitter when your all is in Christ? Rest easy, you know your happiness, your safety, thank God, for only He causes us to be safe. We are in His hand, and Jesus' hand is there too. My Father, which gave them me, is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. John 10:29, verse 30 Draw comfort in the Lord today. Be still and stand in awe. Wait for the deliverance of the Lord. Wait for him to carry you through this problem. And remember, he'll put gladness. He'll put a rejoicing in your heart. More than the times of those that are pointing a finger at you, that they had their increase. But we can lay down in peace knowing God alone is going to cause us to dwell in his safety. Let's pray today. Lord, be with us today. Help us to see the light that you're shining around us. Bring us through the storms of life. Bring us, Father, back to you. Help us to look to you for our strength and our comfort. Put a rejoicing in our heart. Help our confidence to increase, our faith to be increased in you. And we give you the praise and glory and honor. Touch all those today listening to this. Come to them. Come to them. Shine your light around them. And we wait. We wait for your deliverance. Our confidence again. Lord, is in you. And we can rest. Because you alone make us dwell in safety in your most precious name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. The views expressed are my own personal discoveries. I pray that you have been edified. All music used during this podcast are either my own compositions or my arrangements of public domain music. The two songs today... Be still, my soul, and Lord, lay your hands on me. are available for inquiries on how to purchase this. Please visit our website, hlonline.org. Also, if you have any prayer requests or comments, please feel free to go to hlonline.org and email me. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Amen.